Live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the at-home edition of the Life Changes Show. With tonight's guest, President and CEO of HeartMath, Dr. Deborah Rosner. And tonight's performance guest, Steelheart. I am Mark Leisure, and now our host, the MC, the Master of Change, Filippo Voltaggio. It's easy to feel powerless in the current state of the world, but it doesn't have to be this way. I've been inspired by those words when I first saw them. They came from our guest. I've been inspired by words I've read that our guest has written in her new book that we'll be talking about today. Been inspired by words that our performance guest shared with me in an in-depth conversation about a near-death experience he had. And let me tell you that uh, uh, something happened today. It seems like everything kind of uh, brought, came into this moment today as people from all over seem to be going through their stuff. And I was either caught in front of it or, uh, uh, <laughs> or in between it. And uh, for some reason, it needed to be that way. And... Uh, just before the show, inspired by the guest and the musical guest, I did something that I don't usually take the time to do, and that's I laid down on the floor on my back. And I closed my eyes, and for some reason, I did something that I've never recall ever doing before. And I thought, if this were the last moment in my life, and then I thought about all the people that I seem to be caught in the middle of stuff with and were putting things on me. And I just felt love for them. And then I extended that thought to more people and more people. And I had to stop because I just started crying and uh, I had a show to do. Um, but I really feel like I connected with my heart and the heart of those people and, and the heart of what potentially this moment uh, in my life is all about. And so with that, I can't wait to get to the heart of this conversation with our guest, Deborah Rosman. And our performance guest, Steelheart, Milenko Matievich, here on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition, right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All five beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. 
The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to The Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome, L.A., on the BBS Radio Network, with your host, the master of change, Filippo Voltaggio. You can hear tonight's show and all our past shows on our archive page at lifechangesshow.com, which include luminaries such as comedian Michael Collier, actress Gabriella Wright, performing artist James Hood, and author Ken Honda. Email your comments and questions to info at lifechangesnetwork.com, or AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. You can also comment via Twitter at LifeChangesShow and Facebook at The Life Changes Show. How to Connect with Your Heart Intelligent, Episode 680. I am Filippo Voltaggio, host of the Life Changes Show. We are online with our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour. What an exciting show tonight. And I have been so profoundly inspired by the work that Deborah and her team, HeartMath, have been doing over the years. And of course, our dear friend, Bruce Cryer from years back, and uh, Howard Martin was on the show many years back. And so much has changed, and so much has changed because of their work. Um, and mm-hmm. timing now of the book and the learnings and the science, it's just a fantastic opportunity for this conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. And so we are featuring our interview guest, psychologist, business executive, educator, author, and president and CEO of HeartMath. Deborah Roseman or Dr. Deborah Roseman Rosman. Thank you and welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I am thrilled to be here and talking about my favorite subject, the heart. <laughs> so it's easy to feel powerless in the current state of the world, you say. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but it doesn't have to be this way, you say. That's right. You know, we can feel powerless in our relationships. We can feel powerless when we're watching TV and seeing the wars. And it's really our thoughts and our mind and how we interpret things that drains our energy or empowers us. And what we've discovered in the research at HeartMath Institute is that when we really connect with our heart and know how to do that, which is not something we're taught in school, But there's ways to do that where we can really connect and see that we can make the changes we want to make first in our own lives. And it starts with how we perceive things and then how we influence others and how we improve our relationships. And it goes out from there right through our heart's electromagnetic field into the world. And we feel empowered every time we make a choice that aligns us with who we really are. You know, Deborah, this is such a simple title. Actually, the book is is simply titled Heart Intelligence. And 
uh, even our title, How to Connect with Your Heart Intelligence. Connect is an interesting word. Heart is even more interesting and intelligence. Uh, it, putting these words together, all of a sudden, I don't know that very many people know what this even means. So let, let's start with heart. What is the heart? Not That's just a really the, good question. Right? <laughs> so your heart and it's used in every language, every culture to refer not just to the blood pump that keeps our body going, but to that place inside where we feel feelings, such as your experience, you said yourself, of love, of care, of compassion, of kindness, the what we call qualities of the heart or qualities of the spirit that connect us more with what we truly value and truly want to be and want to experience. So there is a connection between this physical heart that's pumping blood and this energetic, spiritual, emotional, connected heart that we all love and crave to feel more its upliftment and its bliss and the peak moments we've had where our heart comes alive. And so seeing that those two are really connected, they're not just separate or a metaphor, that the physical heart really can through its rhythmic beating activity empower us empower our brain mind and empower our higher intelligence mm. okay so intelligence uh we're not talking just iq here no we're not we're talking about the intelligence of the universe the intelligence that you see in nature the intelligence of how our bodies in this incredible operating system were sitting inside from cells to atoms to neurons and our senses and how it all works together. It's incredibly intelligent. Now, how do we understand that intelligence? Our heart actually is the key or the doorway to getting that intuitive understanding of our human operating system, how it all works. So heart intelligence actually embraces mind intelligence, kinetic intelligence, all the different types of intelligences that research has looked at or discovered. And it all comes together truly as a united experience in our intuitive heart. So... <laughs> it this is interesting ground here because uh I, I we've heard you know people say things like uh i i listened to my heart and it said to do this and obviously it was wrong or that was obviously the wrong person but i was in love and uh not necessarily were they listening to their heart right Exactly. And that's the that is the whole key to the book and the exercises and the understanding it gives you the research that the heart is an intelligence system. It has its own little brain uh, intrinsic nervous system that is independent of the brain and the head that can sense, feel, learn, remember. And it sends signals about how the body feels to our brain upstairs. And so the fact that this operating system in our actual physical heart and our energetic connection is something that researchers have only begun to research. But the key is, how do we actually connect with it? How do we access it? How do we utilize that heart brain? Because when we 
truly go to our heart, and you know the saying is when there's nowhere else to go for an answer, go to your heart. Or sayings throughout the ages, the brain may think, but the heart knows. How do we know that it's our heart and not just our emotional desires or expectations pulling us into something we think is the heart? And that's exactly what the book is trying to help people understand with simple exercises to discern the difference between when you're in your head, when you're in an emotional polar reaction, and when you're in your deeper heart wisdom or knowing. And there's signals. There's inner signals that we come to know. Like when we're really listening to our heart and you get this intuitive prompting, it's accompanied by a sense of yes, this feels Hmm. right, this is right. I look at it almost like, this is simplistic, but like one of those red, yellow, green stop and go lights. Mm-hmm. It's really clear when I get a signal like, oh, no, because I've practiced listening to the sensations, to the signals my heart is saying, my whole body is saying at that point, like, no, don't go there. Or if you go there, there may be problems, but I do it anyway because it's something I want and then I learn the hard way. And thinking that is wanting and desiring is the heart. And it could be, but it isn't always. How do you discern that? Well, yellow is a kind of signal of pause and use perhaps one of the techniques in the book to really get clarity or other techniques people have found to discern their signals. And then green is this feeling of go that has peace and a sense of alignment accompanied with it. So how do we access this or our own, you could say, GPS, inner, inner direction? Hmm. And that's what it's been called throughout the ages. Your inner teacher, your inner director, your inner wisdom, your inner guidance. And there is a methodology, step by step, for learning to distinguish those signals. And when we are really listening to our heart and following our heart, our real heart, we, it's like something is going ahead of us, guiding us, and we see the unfoldment of it. Magical, you could say, things happen, you know, synchronicities. Or there are times when your heart is going to lead you into love and opening an aspect of your heart, and it doesn't mean it's going to work out for the rest of your life. Mm. Because the other person has freedom, free will. You know, you can come together with someone but then you can outgrow them or they can make choices that are not necessarily heart-based and then we can feel hurt. But that's growing. That's learning. Yeah, or there there might have been a, a, a lesson that we that's the only way we could learn it maybe? Right. Well, we all learn lessons through challenge and building trust in our heart's intuitive guidance is a process. It's a practice of of being your own self-scientist and saying, Mm -hmm. this one worked out, that one, you know, it really was my heart, but, you know, the other person or the situation changed. Then you don't have to start doubting yourself. You go back to your heart and say, what's next? And it leads to uplifting possibilities as well as a sense of empowerment that you can create or manifest them. This is heart power. And this is how we really align with our integrity and our true self. And that's, truly what brings us to the accelerated growth and fulfillment. And that's the power of heart-brain alignment. 
You know, I, I'm looking for an analogy here. I, I'm thinking how sometimes people are, are born left-handed and they're forced to write with their right hand and, and they're a, a little clumsy. But then when they're allowed to go back or nobody's watching and they go back to their left hand, they could do all kinds of things with their left hand. And I am kind of think that's kind of how we've been taught in school is to use our brain, our brain, our brain. But on some level, the heart, you said heart power, the heart is more powerful and knows more. It has access to a whole level of information, intuitive information, intuitive knowing that the brain by itself is not designed for. Look, the mind brain is without the heart connection of knowing that we are really love, we are really connected. It's gotten us to total separation and mm. judgment and the problems we see in the world. And we can't get along with each other. People kind of know the heart is a missing piece, but it can sound fluffy and soft and mushy even or Valentine's Day. But that's not the heart that we're talking about here. Mm. It's the power what? of the heart and the, what we see in people we admire, leaders with strong hearts. They have clear minds as well, but we're attracted to that heart that cares, the heart that knows. And it's a connection that we feel energetically. And that's what we want to unfold and awaken in ourselves because the mind without the heart has not been able to pull off achieving its potential or even humanity's well-being. So uh, do I'm feeling like the heart speaks quietly and, and, and correct me if, if I'm wrong. And so there's a different way to listen to it or do we have to quiet the mind? Yes. And that's been said in every tradition. You have to quiet the mind. Otherwise it creates static and distortion and we can't sense the promptings of the heart. It can speak as a voice, as a feeling, Mostly it comes to us as this feeling sense of which way to go or a mm. feeling sense of this doesn't feel right. We all have it. We all experience it from childhood on. But we, the noise of the mind quells it. And what we want to do is reactivate it by getting our heart and brain in sync, literally, physiologically, and that's a lot of what the heart math tools and techniques and technology help us do. There's an actual state called heart rhythm coherence. When our heart beat rhythm is in a synchronized mode and how we can get into that mode, we can measure it with like our inner balance app and sensor. When we're in that state, it's a lot easier to sense, feel, and hear the voice of the heart and your heart when you're in that heart rhythm mode, the heart actually is sending that signal to the brain all the way up to the frontal lobes, that executive decision-making area where we experience more compassion, empathy, understanding, and clarity. The two sides of the brain come into the bigger picture. This is how we activate the unused higher portions of the brain. It's through the door of the heart. Hmm. So you and Dr. Childer, Howard Martin and Roland McCarty, 
uh, got together and wrote Heart Intelligence, Connecting with the Heart's Intuitive Guidance for Effective Choices and Solutions. And then you uh, brought it back and, and made it even more relevant for today. So experience how to prevent and reduce stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, create deeper harmonious relationships through compassionate care, and generate hope and confidence. That sounds like something, like everything we need right now. It does. I know that. But it's you that's doing it. It's not like some pill or some external thing. It's turning the key in your internal human operating system, the way it's designed to awaken your and unfold your potential. And again, there's no mystery here. If you look at the research and you see that the heart rate, measured by heart rate variability, the beat to beat changes in heart rate, reflect your emotional or your inner state. If you can learn how to create a coherent waveform in that heart rhythm, it is synchronizing your brain waves. It is lifting your spirit so that you are seeing a bigger picture, raising your vibration, if you will. And that's what meditation, prayer, so many methodologies are wanting people to do. HeartMap just decided the people you mentioned who are co-authors with me on the book, to start a research center to see what's going on in the body. Can we find the connections between how heart, brain, nervous system, spirit interact? Can we give people tools and ways to get all of those aspects of our operating system, ourselves aligned so they're operating at optimal potential and improved performance and health and relationships and our inner harmony and that's really what's at the core of yoga and true spiritual practices. It's learning self-regulation of our emotions and our autonomic nervous system, which controls 90% of the body's functions. So getting right to the heart of the matter is what we set out to do. And our research was published back in 1995 in the American Journal of Cardiology and then many other journals. But the key is, a lot of people know this and feel this. They just need the tools to do it. They don't necessarily need science to prove it. And then there's millions of people who live from the neck up, think it's all in the brain, and they do need science to be able to say, hey, guys, don't leave your heart out. That's your mm. key connection to who you really are. Mm. Mm. Well, the tools Deborah's talking about are at heartmath, M-A-T-H dot com. And the book is available at heartmath.com. And you you've all dedicated this book to, uh, this is really interesting, I'll just read it. The book is dedicated to the increasing numbers of people who are feeling a desire for a deeper connection with their heart. And even when you say all the way back in 1995, that's not a long time ago. So wh why why now? Like, why are we looking for this connection? And why do you say it's heart time on the planet? Great question. Because nothing else has worked. If you ah. look at what's happened, the pandemic has, there was a global lockdown. The oh. planet was on pause and so many people whether they wanted to or not, had the time to start looking within. And they found 
anxiety, depression. They found areas of their lives where they felt trapped. They found what they valued more, family, connection. They didn't want to go back to the life they had before. And they knew it was something to do those values of what means the most to them, something to do with their heart. So it's a global heart awakening in the midst of all that stress and anxiety. The outpouring of compassion for each other, for neighbors, for healthcare workers. There was an awakening of heart. And then right on the heels of that, as we felt like we were maybe emerging from the pandemic, wham, there's this horrific war going on where Russia has invaded Ukraine. And we're all watching on our news feeds, whether it's social media or internet or television, these horrific pictures. And we're horrified. And the compassion, the opening of our hearts, the rise of collective compassion that's happening is a gift from this horror that's going on. Mm. And more people are saying, gosh, you know, whatever we've been doing, we can't keep repeating the past. War has to be a thing of the past. We have to learn to get along. We have to learn to cross the aisle. Just look at everywhere, not just the United States, red and blue, but this polarization of political views and religious views, it's all amplified. And you can say, this is horrible. But if you look through the eyes of the heart, you see this all had to happen for a shakeup for people to go, wait a minute, the mind by itself can't do it. We have got to connect where we really are connected in the heart. Mm. So it is heart time because that is how the human system is designed to be able to co-create love, care, forgive, and create the potential that humanity has. Well, speaking of the human system, so we've been a big fan of HeartMath since uh, we first discovered it, HeartMath.com, and uh, and the courses and the books. And so we see the need for and people need HeartMath and Heart Intelligence and the, the book and the tools. And you all need us because we're all pieces of the puzzle. We all need each other. And now's the time. Absolutely. That's it. We are all connected, whether we the mind can see it or not. It's a reality. The heart knows. And so once the pandemic started, we went, people need help. We decided to give away a 90 minute film we had just created, which is a yeah. video learning course called the HeartMath Experience. Connect with the heart of who you truly are. Just give it away for free. It's still free. Mm. You can go to heartmath.com forward slash experience and download it. And it has techniques uh, for how to maintain emotional balance, clarity, and sustain resilience. It has the basic science that the book also talks about. And it just provides tools that we can use, but in a visual, beautiful format. And then the book, which was updated more recently, has even more exercises for hope right now, for how we can activate the higher vibrations of our consciousness and be able to lift our spirits and ride through these waves of stress that are going on the planet with much more ease and grace. Mm, mm. 
Deborah, we only have a couple minutes when we come back with you, but uh, I do want to give the websites out again, heartmath.com and then heartmath forward slash experience for that free video that uh, Dr. Roseman's talking about. And also, once again, the book is Heart Intelligence, creating or connecting with the heart's intuitive guidance for effective choices and solutions a little bit more when we come back with uh dr deborah roseman and uh we also have our ask dorothy segment coming up and right after that we've got our performance guest steelheart milenko matievich all on the life changes show at home edition right after this the little dog that could is the fantastically true story of a man and the little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to the Life Changes Show, live from Vortex Dome LA, with your host, Filippo Voltaggio. You can visit us online at lifechangeshow.com, via Twitter Life Changes Show and Facebook at the Life Changes Show. Well, my heart's opening more and more as I'm, as I'm getting into deeper and deeper this conversation. Our guest is psychologist, business executive, educator, author, and president and CEO of Heart Math, Dr. Deborah Roseman. And uh Heart-based living, you say, uh, Deborah, is a natural self-maintenance, self-transformational practice. It creates a foundation for people learning to get along with each other and work together in harmony with increased care and cooperation for the best outcome for the wholeness. It sounds utopian. Well, of course it sounds, but it takes practice. It's not an overnight thing. But the key to practice is you making that decision to follow your heart and lay down on the floor and feel that love and connect. That happened to you, but you initiated it. And don't we want more experiences like that? Or like the the ad we just heard about that heart connection you had with the dog. We Mm. all have experiences like that that can direct our lives or a child who had that one teacher who cared and mm. it changed the direction of their life. The key is how do we connect with that inner heart, inner guidance and what we call practical intuition at important choice points in our life? How do we choose our responses rather than just mechanically react in the same old stress producing mm-hmm. patterns? 
And the power of the heart is what intercepts that. If we learn a technique or two to pause, shift to the heart, breathe through the heart area, ask ourselves what would be more effective here and listen and move it in that direction. Even if we just do that a few more times than just mechanically reacting, we start to change our perceptions and the course of our life to more more reward, more heart connection with others, more love, more fulfillment. And it doesn't need to take long. And again, if people want to actually see their heart rhythm shift into coherence at our heartmath.com site, there's technology that you can actually see it and seeing mm. is believing. Mm. I feel like this is uh, yet just the beginning of, of a deeper conversation with you and uh, with heart math and like Mark said, we we have had uh, a couple conversations prior with other members of the community, but so much looking forward to uh, to more. Thank you for guiding us closer to that heartmath.com and then the experience that Dr. Rosman was talking to Rosman was talking about heartmath.com forward slash experience and you can experience it currently for free actually the the video the learning course of tools and then the book of course heart intelligence find that at heartmath.com Dr. Deborah Rosman thank you so much well, thank you. And like you said, we're just scratching the surface. Mm. But really is people, people trying it, people doing it tonight or when you're listening to this, pause, go to your heart mm. and see what it says. Indeed. Thank you so much. From my heart to yours. And with that, after a big thank you to Dr. Deborah Rosman, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, this is Nancy from Los Angeles, and I loved your workshop and look forward to your next one. I've been doing my healing work ever since you awakened, accelerated, and activated me for my true path. My question for you today is, how do I reconnect with my higher self? You made it so easy for me to do it, and lately I have felt very disconnected. Please remind me of the best and simplest way to connect so that I can once again trust my intuition. Thank you in advance for your assistance. Nancy, it is so good to hear from you. This disconnection you've been feeling has become way too common. And without the loving support of my business partners, who remind me when I seem to veer off, I would be lost and confused also. However, when I do what I've asked you and everyone else to do, I stay connected. There have recently been some days that I've answered my phone and or jumped into my emails, forgetting to ground and connect myself, and this doesn't work very well for me. However, when I do my simple morning exercise before I start my day and turn on my phone, I flow and love and laugh throughout the day's challenges. So please join me in this simple little connection exercise before you start your day. And let's remember that you can do it more than once if your day begins to overwhelm you with negativity. All you need to do before we leap into our day's work is to take a few moments and say these words. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God, for your loving support this day and always. As your divine child, I recognize that I am the power in my world and that when I'm connected, 
I can co-create wonderful days filled with much love, miracles, laughter, and joy. So I thank you, dear God, for showing me what I need to see and assisting me in hearing what I need to hear in order to co-create the very best day possible. I'm truly grateful for your love and support. And Nancy, when you choose to do this every day, you will once again become the powerful co-creator you have come here to be. I encourage you to share this simple exercise with your loved ones. And thank you for being such a great gift to the planet and to me. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at AskDorothy at LifeChangesShow.com. We'll be right back with our performance guest here on the Life Changer Show, Steelheart, also known as Milenko Matievich, right after this. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. Life Changes Show is a premier radio show presented by the Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and even celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, corporate giants, and children, we are here to help and to serve with heart, integrity, and experience we bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show, LifeChangesNetwork.com, and through guest appearances on other inspiring shows and events. If you wish to learn more about Life Changes Life Coaching, a private consultation with one of us, corporate or live event appearances, or if you would like us to appear on your radio or TV shows, please email us at info at LifeChangesNetwork.com. And we are joined by our performance guest, who is a rock star, a musician, a singer, a songwriter, lead vocalist, Steelheart, also known as Milenko Matievich. Welcome to the Life Changes Show, Milenko. Uh, th- thank you for having me. Wow, that was a, that was a great uh, interview with Dr. Rosman. Wonderful. Wow, right? Yes, absolutely. It's funny. It's everything that I resonate with and everything that I feel I live and what um the song i've written about it's beautiful it's I, nice to uh i'm sorry go ahead you did yeah no go on <laughs> no i just i just feel it's it's refreshing to even speaking to you and mark you know and hearing dr rosman i it's it's refreshing and, and it's nice to hear that people are um in a whole nother space you know and time is now 
Well, that's wonderful. Now, ironically, I was going to say the same thing about you. I, I mean, you, <laughs> you seriously, because you, I've been talking to everybody about you and about this show uh, since we connected or since uh, Maestro Dino Zonich connected us. And more on that in a moment. We're grateful for that. Uh, but you, I, I, when I first heard you, I knew nothing about you and I'm listening to the music. I'm like, wow, this is really good music. Wow. This is a rock song. Wow. We haven't had a rock song like this in a long time. This is great. What am I feeling all of a sudden? Oh, wow. This is touching me. Wow. I'm getting, is it the words? What is it? There was something else going on and it was like a rock song. Like I've never heard before. And I, and refreshing, like not only refreshing, but um, encouraging, uh, exciting. Uh, uh, I could go on. So thank you. Thank 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 you for noticing. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a, an incredible journey, uh, with this song. I, um, you know, I started writing this, uh, I just felt like I had to write a song for the world and, um, and it is a message. It's a message of, uh, of love. Cause I feel, a new world is here, a new love, a new vibration, and a new understanding. You know, um, I just um, feel that uh, it's time for all of us to rise to this new vibration and find the peace in ourselves, the respect for each other, and I feel the understanding will follow effortlessly. So, and this project was absolutely um outstanding to do it the amount of people that came together to create this song and video is way over 700 people and um the song has a spirit of its own and um i hope uh, it really resonates with the the rest of the world you know uh Milenko, we're gonna part of the stories that you shared with me i really mm -hmm. hope we can share with the audience a, a little bit later but we want to make sure we get the song in and the full song so everybody gets to hear it so uh we're going to come back and and talk after the song but i will have to say since i mentioned maestro dino zanich and you remember you mentioned 700 people coming together and counting because there's more happening i know uh, but uh, I, I have to say, and I, I asked him if I could quote him because he was talking about you and then he repeated himself. And I said, could I quote you on this? And then I wrote down his, ex his exact words. So Maestro Dino Zanich is, is known internationally as a very, a very powerful uh, uh, conductor. We've had him on the show uh, a few times. He's a, a dear friend of ours and, and he's written some amazing music of his own. And he said, if you ask me, artistically, he, meaning you, Milenko, is the best living vocalist in the world. Wow. <laughs> and, 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 and I said, the, the best, and he said, the best living vocalist in the world. His range, his artistry, his color. He said, I could go on and on. And... Uh, that is pretty high praise knowing him. That is pretty well, I, high praise. Well, thank you, Dino. Thank <laughs> you, Dino. That, that, is, that is beautiful. And I, I uh, what can I say? I accept. Thank so you. he went on to say, uh, I won't share everything, but I can tell you offline. But he went on to say uh, that he 
you have put so much of your heart into this song, into this project, so much of your money, and you have collected so many people and brought them together in a way that people don't normally come together for a project. So before we play it, anything more that you want to say about this, what he says should be the anthem and, and hopes to see the anthem for the world right now. Uh, well, uh, that is that would be absolutely spectacular and beautiful. Um, well, I could just tell you one one quick story before this. Um, what I did is when I started, I, I asked all my fans to send in their vocals uh, to the chorus. I put the chorus on the website and they downloaded it and sang it. And they sent uh, in their vocals on a phone or professional, whichever way. And the key was I didn't care if they were you know, professional singers or not. I just wanted their energy. I wanted their love. I wanted their power, you know, and it was so important. And I mixed every single person into that chorus. Okay. Um, whether, again, like I said, whether they weren't singing as, as great, you know, uh, Whitney Houston or someone, it doesn't matter. It was all about the energy. And, um, I really feel that that came together and you could, you could hear it in the song. So, mm. um, yeah, it was a very, very, and, and sadly, I can say sadly, there's a couple of people that passed away during this project. One mm. particular girl who was, uh, came to my concerts many times, um, and she had cancer and she actually sang the song in a video and she passed away, I believe a week later. And it was just, it was just devastating for me. But, um, Mm. Uh, maybe I should have left that one out. I don't know, but it was just, mm. it was just, it's just beautiful. It really is uh, something special. So um, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, well, we're going to hear the English version and, and tell us why I'm saying that. Well, I sang the song in 10 different languages. Wow. Um, originally started with Korean. Um, and because I do a lot of work in Korea and I have a lot of love for the Korean people. You're especially. a huge rock star in Korea. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. other places too, but wow. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, it was, uh, it was really important to, uh, write a song, uh, for the help of the unification of the peninsula, you know, and, um, you know, in a crazy way, I just feel the energy of that country if if they can come together i feel the world will follow mm. i really mm. do if they could find peace i think they hold the key to the world peace so well, that's just my opinion we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk more with steelheart uh, milenko matievich but i just want to make sure steelheart.com s-t-e-e-l heart.com want to make sure i get that in and you can find them on youtube facebook instagram twitter all just look for steelheart steelheart official or official steelheart you'll find him more when we come back but we're gonna hear right now trust in love the english version here's steelheart Milenko Matievich.
set me free
Well, Steelheart Milenko Matijevich, thank you so much for letting us share that. Trust in love. Trust in love. Uh, I, I, yes, I don't know. (laughs) It's, uh, I think that's the only, you know, the only universal thing I can say, trust in love, trust in peace. You know, I can't live till I know I'm free. Wow. So, well, well, I'm happy you like it. Uh, (laughs) You know, I, I, I told you that, uh, I, it was a mantra in my head that lasted for days steelheart.com s-t-e-l heart.com find them on youtube facebook all over social media we have uh several links on the page we've created on the life changes show for steelheart so go there there's the uh, steelheart apple music uh page link as well uh where you can get the song share the song there's more you're doing uh with the song right uh oh yeah yeah, we we've um, we're just starting. Uh, I mean, we have been promoting it, but now we're just uh, we got some other people on board now. And um, the one beautiful thing that we've started is um, the little kids singing uh, the first part of the chorus, and they're holding a candle. So someone hands them a candle, and they sing "Trust and Love, Trust and Peace." I can't live till I know I'm free, and then they say, "I share my light, my love to the world." And then they pass the candle off to someone else and then someone else takes over. So it's starting starting this little movement of just, you know, just sharing their light and love. You know, I, I really feel it's so important and powerful if everyone can focus on one positive thing, you know, mm. Mm. and um, and it's picking up. And, and just today, uh, the. Uh, my marketing guy sent me a, a little video of uh, his um, his girlfriend, who is a is a preschool teacher, and she's having all the kids sing it. And the kids are uh, writing in their books, and they're all singing around the table. It was so adorable. So this week we're going to record them and film them uh, with the same concept. So we just we're just going to keep sharing love out there until uh, until it's heard, you know. Here, here. Uh, Milenko, speaking of, of little kids, uh, there are a couple places I want to want to go with you. And one of them is to back to when you were a little kid. Now, kids dream of growing up to be rock stars. You you not <laughs> you not only became a rock star on your own right, you you became uh, the voice of, of Jim Morrison as you took over the lead, uh, transcending the late Jim Morrison of the doors in concerts throughout the yeah. world. And then you became the voice of literal rock star, uh, the movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston and, and uh, Mark Wahlberg when he Mark Wahlberg was singing. It was your voice. You became all yeah. that. Did you know? And I mean, did were you? What were you thinking as a little kid when it came to music? Well, you know, it's crazy. When I was a kid, I mean, I remember three years old. I stand up on a chair, and I was I was singing to the radio, Mm. and uh, I'm singing to the radio, and I was chewing gum then too. And like on stage, I chew gum. Why? Because it just it gives me you know moisture to the throat, you know, so I just dry out. And and I and I swallowed the piece of gum as I was singing as a little kid. Uh, and uh, and I had this little pain, I swear, 
I had this little pain on the on the left side of my heart, and I'm going, mm. oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die, you know, and till this wow. day, sometimes I have this little pain, almost like a reminder or something. It's really weird. Wow. But, um, but you know, I have to say I always felt that energy of being a singer since a child. And um, as I um, grew a little older, we came to America at six, five years old. And uh, I was singing Johnny Cash songs with my brother and some other country songs. And then, then about, I would say about 11, I discovered Led Zeppelin or maybe 11, 12. And when I heard, you know, Robert Plant singing Black Dog, it was just something just struck through me. And I was Mm. like, okay, this is it. This is, this, this, this is, okay, you know what? This, I got it. This is who I am. And, and, you know, and it was a journey and it still is a journey. It's uh, endless. I worked uh, my butt off for years, but. It just—it's a drive, you know. It's something that's uh, something that's directing you, something that's speaking to you. I've always had something speaking to me throughout my life, and um, and it's just you know, music uh, gave me always this beauty, this uh, sense of release. And I always, I always tell everybody, it's just sing, you know. Even in a shower, if you can't sing, it doesn't matter if you're good or bad. Sing. It is. It is. It holds a lot of. Um, stress release mm. and beauty you know so uh, Milenko mm. uh, so I, I, I didn't know the story that you thought you were going to die as a kid when you had that little pain in your heart um, mm. but it does tie into a story that I do know and you actually sent me the video uh, mm. I didn't I didn't watch it I didn't want to watch it I watched you do a lot of stuff but I didn't want to mm-hmm. watch that I, <laughs> I, I, uh, so yeah. You could tell us what that, maybe I'll watch it someday, but I, I had a hard time enough listening to you talk about it. So, so as a child, you thought you were going to die. As an adult, you did die, in a sense. I, so, you know, yes. You know, I, I guess you may, you may be able to say that. Um, well, let me see. In, 1990, in 1992, we were, um, we were all... Um, we were on the bus and we were going home from a leg of a tour. It was 49th show. And my manager said, Hey, you guys want to do another show and it'll be 50 shows. We'll tie it up and we'll take a break. I was like, great, fantastic. Let's do it. And it's Denver arena. And I'll never forget it. We're on the bus and everybody's just, just burnt out. They're all, everyone's just, you know, off. And I'm, I'm just sitting there watching and I'm saying, is this it? Is this the big time? Is this what life has been preparing me for? This is it. And it's like, I, I need more. I need more, you know, feel I need to do something great. And um, so we went to do the show and on stage, they put these two lights, uh, these lighting trusses and they stood them up and they put lights in them, but they didn't secure them to the ceiling. And uh, part of the show and actually the song was called dancing in the fire mm. I was performing and you know i grabbed this thing a little bit you know I'm a, I'm a rock star singing so i'm like you know all over the place i grabbed it and i felt that it was like wobbling and so i started running away from it trying to walk away from it and as i was walking away over the monitors this um the truss was falling down and just as i took my last step 
mm-hmm. hit me in the back of the head. And I hit the stage face first, broke my nose, my cheekbone, my jaw, twisted my back and cracked my head literally wide open. And um, I don't know what happened, but I got up. I got up. I walked off stage. I was angry. I remember being angry. And I come down off the stage and they put a fold out chair right behind the stage, you know, in a coliseum. I mean, it's a big place. They didn't put me in like a med room or something, you know. And and I was sitting there bleeding. And I closed my eyes and I could hear the chaos around me. And then out of nowhere, everything just went completely silent. And I was just basically as if you were floating in space. And then all of a sudden, I see this reel, you know, of since I was a little kid standing on that chair and everything passed before, before me. My, it was like, good, oh, you're an idiot here. You're a good guy. No, no, this is wrong. It is, it is. It is. Your mom, you're this. It was unbelievably so quick, but I comprehended all of it. Hmm. And then it came to just like this, I don't know, I just felt like this really bright light in my face. And it was a question. So what do you want to do? You want to live out your life like a normal person, you know, family, enjoy your life, or do you need to keep going? And before I felt before even the last word was said to keep going, I was like, I need to keep going. And I, um, I and that's when I opened my eyes and I was in the ambulance with the oxygen mask on. So it was it was really heavy and um but from there it didn't end there i um when i got home my brain swelled and i was in bed for seven months i couldn't even blink because of the pain you know when your brain swells it's like something beyond explanatory it's painful and um so i went through that for seven months and then from there i started losing memory then i ended up in a fog of life I just didn't even know where I was, who I was. But during that time, I can honestly say I feel like I've I've gotten so much information from where, from what I do not know. And the one thing I did know is that I needed to keep going and keep focusing. And I went through so many different uh, neurosurgeons uh, telling me, uh, you're fine, you're okay. But I knew that I wasn't because if I was speaking to you, I'll talk one conversation and, and then just go off to something else, you know? And I met this one neuropsychologist lady and she was absolutely brilliant and spent maybe 20 minutes with her. And she told me, okay, let me tell you what's going on. And she was able to explain to me and and she said, it's up to you. You're the one that's going to have to find yourself back, reconnect Mm. the dots, basically, you know, Mm. and and get that mind back into uh, this world. Wow. And it's been, I have to say, it's been years it took me, years, you know, to get the fuzz out. And I'm still a little bit sometimes. If I have one beer, it's like, I forget people's name. (laughs) You know, it's like crazy. But um, it has been an, an incredible journey just to get where I am now. Mm. And the one thing I can say, and what you guys were talking about before, is that the one thing people do forget is the gift of life. 
This is mm. it. Mm. This is it. Time mm. is ticking, and people forget the gift of life. What really it means to be alive. You know, for us to be communicating, to love, to breathe. It's so complex, but it's all working, and it's working together. You know, and it is a gift. I mean, I've been there. I guess a couple of times, you know, and um, I strongly urge everyone to wake up and say, you know, I get to do it again today, you know. Wow. Wow. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nilenko. Uh, Matijevich, does does your name mean something in Croatian that would be fun to know? Well, Miljenko Matijevich, but I just—it's interesting. I just found out there's a Jake Matijevich. Did you know this? That no. he uh, he there's a. I just found out that I have a uh, hill on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jake Matijevich uh, is a mathematician who worked at NASA. He passed away, but I recently found out he was the first one who brought the rover uh, onto the uh, onto Mars, mm -hmm. and he landed it precise, precisely, exactly where he said it was going to land. And behind them was the this hill, and they named it the Matijevich Hill. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. Oh, that's amazing. How many yeah. people can say that? I, just, I know. When I said that, it was, it was, it was so funny. How, how but, many people can say uh, very much about uh, uh, th that you could say, actually, the, the experiences you have, that, that experience, not only it, was it a big deal in your life, there, there are, what, what was it, 15,000 people that experienced yeah. that moment. And right. if they're listening tonight, they, they probably it, it probably changed their life, too, because they were all your fans. So, um, uh, yeah, that, that was heavy. Yeah, you could you could watch you could watch the video on YouTube. Uh, just put in Steelheart accident and you'll yeah, find I it. Watch it. I, I couldn't. But anyway. <laughs> you, you know, you know, I, 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 I made peace with it. You know, it's like it's a it's a part of something that I had to go through. I guess, you know, wow. and, and, and it's, it just brought me more power than instead of feeling sorry for myself or, you know what I mean? It's just, it built me stronger. Well, uh, you know, more power to you. And, and I, you know, the fact that you were sitting in that bus saying, uh, you know, there's, is this it? I, I, I want more. I be careful what we ask for. Uh, well, but, <laughs> but it's also what you're driven to do. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. You know, it's just, you know, I feel, you know, you're like if you're an artist or whatever you are, you know, you have this, you get to a point and you get, you have this question, what do you want to do? If you want to, are you a singer? Yes. Do you accept being the singer? Okay, I accept. Well, then you have to accept the journey as well. Mm, well, and there it is. Uh, uh, also with you, uh, Milenko, I feel like this is just the beginning. I look forward to uh getting to 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 know you better and your music and sharing it with our audiences and more audiences around the world in in support of of you and your message uh in trust in love and trust in peace and trust in trust in our heart intelligence 
yes. as we've learned today. So uh, Steelheart, again, steelheart.com and all over social media and on Apple Music, et cetera, et cetera. Some really cool things at shop.steelheartstore.com, I have to say. Uh, Milenko Matijevic, thank you so much for bringing your music to our show and for sharing your stories and your heart with us. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. And once again, a big thank you to Dr. Deborah Rosman. And with that, that is our show tonight. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Lejour, I am Filippo Voltaggio, host, reminding you that as your life changes, as ours surely did tonight, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone.